Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Our American Stories, and one of the things we've come to love is our stories about American history. At the turn of the century, baseball was by far the most popular sport in America, and almost everyone was participating in it, including a religious colony in Benton Harbor, Michigan, founded by an eccentric man named Ben Purnell called the House of David. Here's our own Monty Montgomery with the story of a baseball team of outcasts that took America by storm. Growing up in Berrien County, Michigan, I always knew of the House of David's existence, mostly due to the curiosity they brought. But what I didn't know was that they actually made a massive impact on the country outside of Benton Harbor. And one of the ways they did that was in baseball. Started as a way to deal with teenage boys and their religious belief as a colony in celibacy. Here's Chris Seriano, founder of the House of David Museum in St. Joe, Michigan, 
with more on that story. The House of David baseball team was started because Benjamin loved baseball. And in 1914, they had been going for 11 years by then, right? They have a lot of teenage boys with a whole lot of pent-up energy, and they can't be with the opposite sex no way, no how. They need something to do to get rid of this energy. So he thought, let's play some baseball. They played all the local teams, and they were good. But they weren't great yet until they managed to bring in professional players from major league teams like the Cubs. It all started with Paul Mooney. Uh, he was a superstar pitcher, long black hair, super, super talented. And he was recruited by the Cubs early on in the, in the mid-teens. And he considered playing for the Cubs, but he wouldn't cut his hair or shave. And it wasn't, that was the rule. The major leagues, Major League Baseball required people to be clean shaven back then. And the House of David, by the mid-1920s, they were considered world talents in baseball. They could beat semi-pros. They could beat the major league teams if they had an opening and they would play them, and they did on many, many, many occasions. They could beat the major league people, and they thought, you know what, we want to be a part of that. And they tried to join, and they were denied because they wouldn't cut their whiskers off and cut their hair. And they absolutely would not do that because their belief was that man should be in the likeness of Jesus. And they didn't believe they could ever, ever shave. And they wouldn't for just to be able to play baseball. So they barnstormed. Barnstorming was a, a team that just takes off and travels the country. They'll play college teams, semi-pro teams, farm teams, major league teams. They'll play anybody and everybody. They'll play in your stadium or they'll play in your cow pasture. They didn't care. If you want to play baseball, let's go. That's what barnstorming was. They're, they're storming the country. They're playing in farms, barns, uh, anywhere. So when they were playing baseball, they had a good time. They, and they invented that what they call the pepper game, which was where three guys during a fifth inning stretch, three guys would stand across from each other and throw the ball so fast between their legs, around their neck, behind their back, they juggle it, and all of a sudden the ball would disappear. And the crowd would go silent during all that cheering that they were watching. They'd go totally silent, wondering where the ball was. And then the house, one of the House of David guys would pull his big beard up and he'd have it stuck underneath his beard. And the you know, crowd would roar. And it was good stuff. And so they mixed comedy with their talent and could beat you while they made you laugh, basically. But rejected from the MLB because of their differences, the House of David instead played with others who had been rejected because of their own. That's one of the coolest stories that there is, in my opinion, is the fact that here's these long-haired, whiskered white guys from Benton Harbor, Michigan, mastering baseball across the country. And during a time when they couldn't join the major leagues because they wouldn't shave, the Negro teams formed their own leagues because they couldn't join the major leagues because they were black. And so those Negro League teams invited the House of David to be a part of them, which is a beautiful thing. 
a beautiful thing because their popularity helped lay the foundations of equality for black baseball teams years before black Americans would be allowed to play in the MLB. And they teamed up with, and Lloyd told the story the best. Lloyd as in one of the House of David's baseball enforcers. He told the story about how they would travel to a town where they would, on a Saturday, and they'd have a doubleheader scheduled. And this town was known for baseball, wherever it was across America. And he said, Chris, we would travel our team, our White House of David team, in one bus, and we'd have the Negro team in another bus. And within 50 miles of the main town, every little town was closed. Nobody was around. It was like, shut them down like ghost towns. We got to the place where we were playing ball. It was like a ginormous festival going on. People in the streets and music and thousands of people everywhere waiting for this game to happen. And he said, we'd show up early, very early, and we'd put on a show. And here we are, we know we're the draw. We're the reason those people are coming to that town that day is to watch the House of David play. So he said, we would make them laugh. We would stand in front of the barbershop windows with our long hair and wave it around and play music and braid our whiskers in front of the barbershop and, and dance in the streets. And they were all musicians too. So they would play music and their fiddles and their banjos and sing and just get the whole town really energized. And he said, we'd go early, very early, to the manager's office at the stadium where we were playing. And, we, and he said it was uh, himself and his father, Hans Dalliger, who was a driver for the team, but he also wore a uniform. And Frank Weiland, who was a professional boxer and wore a uniform, but mainly a bodyguard for the team, but he looked like a player, big guy. And he said, Chris, we'd walk in. And now these are scrappy looking guys, a lot of whiskers, a lot of long hair. Uh, big wool uniforms, probably dirt all over them from playing so many days with no, no shower or, or laundry. And we'd stand in this manager's baseball office and say, Mr. Manager, you know, we're, we're so happy to be here. We're so excited that your town is just packed full of people. And we're going to make you proud today that we came to your town. But sir, here, here's one thing. Before you play us at that 11 o'clock, game this morning. You're going to play the Kansas City Monarchs or the Homestead Grays or the Negro team that's on our other bus right outside of your town. And they're waiting to play. And you have to make that work because you've never even allowed them in your stadium before today. And not only that, but after the game, we're, we're going to play you the second game. And then tonight, we're going to both teams are going to eat in the restaurants that you didn't allow them to go in and we've rented rooms for both teams at the hotel that they never have been able to stay at before. And here's the deal, sir. If you can't get that approved, if we can't make that happen, that's okay. Because right past your town, there's another town sitting on rain check, excited that we might be there to play their team today. So if you can't do that, it's okay, we'll just go on. And he said, Chris, it was total silence in that room. Or a clipboard would fly, or the guy would slam his desk. But he said, every time, guess what? They would say something to the effect of, 
okay, House of David, I'd come back in the room and, you know, we'll agree to what you want today. We'll do this, but don't you ever expect to come back to this town again after today. And they said, you know, he said, we'd stand at attention. We'd say, thank you, thank you, sir. We'll make you proud. And he said, guess what? When those Negro teams hit the field, they were unbelievable. They were so talented, so funny. They loved to make people laugh, just like the House of David and more. And there was standing ovations the whole game. And he said, by the time we got up there, it was like the 4th of July. Those people were so pumped up. They would lighten off fireworks during fifth inning stretch. It was amazing. He said, when we went to the restaurants, we left big tips for both teams. And in the hotel, they treated us like kings. And guess what? The next year, we both got invited back. And we did that town after town after town across America, long before Jackie Robinson hit the majors. A special thanks to Chris Soriano, curator of the House of David Museum, also the founder. And my goodness, it sounds a lot like what the Harlem Globetrotters are doing with basketball, barnstorming the country, challenging guys to play. A great sports story, the House of David story, here on Our American Stories. Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.